Welcome to the kickoff edition of the Valero Verdict NFL Prediction Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. We have talked about it in a couple other podcasts for a little time, and we have arrived. The NFL season is less than two months away, and the Valero Verdict NFL Prediction Show has arrived and is here. And for the next eight weeks, one each week leading up to the NFL season, we are going to break down the divisions by division, by division, with my predictions whether teams will hit their over-under on the wins, what place they will finish, and their record. And I am very excited because it's going to lead to our award playoff slash Super Bowl prediction show right before the season starts. And as always, I am joined in the studio with my producer, The Bailiff. How are you today? How you doing, man? I'm excited today. Yeah, I'm really excited as well. And folks, we are going to dive right in to the AFC East. The Valero Verdict is sponsored by Fuego DFS. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not hooked up with my boy Fuego, I'm telling you, you're not making enough money yet. This guy has been on fire right now with FanDuel and DraftKings Major League Baseball lines. He provides them every single day, sometimes up to two or three lines a day, folks. Hit him up right now on Twitter, at Fuego underscore DFS. That's at F-U-E-G-O underscore DFS. Like I said, folks, on the Valero Verdict NFL Prediction Show, we're going to dive right into the AFC East. And right now I'm going to dive into the team that I think is going to finish in fourth place, and that's the Miami Dolphins. Folks, they finished 7-9 and nine last year. I really feel like they overachieved last year, but they got rid of Adam Gase, their head coach. They've got a new quarterback in town, who we're not 100% sure is. New head coach, new quarterback. And folks, I really feel like this team's not going to be very good, but we're going to dive in a little bit of the offseason. We're going to dive into the schedule. But first, I'm going to let the bailiff dive right into what their over-under prediction for the Miami Dolphins for the 2019 NFL season is. The over and under for the Miami Dolphins is five wins. Whew, five wins, folks. I don't even know. Looking at their schedule, and like I said, we'll dive into that in, in, in a few minutes, but I really don't see how they hit five wins. But, um, folks, right out the gate here, Josh Rosen, new quarterback in town. Ryan Fitzpatrick, new quarterback in town. They really didn't make any uh, other improvements. I will say this as well. This team gave up 432 points on defense last year. They struggled a lot on the road. And I, I really feel like they overachieved. They, the seven wins, they were more like a three or four win team. They snuck out a few games that they, they probably shouldn't even been in. Um, I'm, I think Josh Rosen's going to be the quarterback this year. They uh, gave up a second-round pick for him. They didn't pay Fitzpatrick a lot of money. Fitzpatrick will be a very good backup quarterback for them. Um, the weapons on offense, Drake is a good running back, but I'm not sure he's you know he's a high usage back. They've got uh, Albert Wilson. They've got uh, Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills. They're not terrible. I just feel like you know new offensive coordinator Chad O'Shea is going to have his hands full putting this team together. I will say this as well, and, and Coach Flores, you know he create, you know coached a great. Great, great, great Super Bowl um, against the uh, against the St. Louis, the Los Angeles Rams. There we go. One of the two. Yeah, exactly. Whatever Rams team it was, he coached a great Super Bowl. But leading up to that, the Dolphin, the the Patriots defense was not all that impressive. They gave up a lot of points to the Chiefs, a lot of points to the, of to, to the Chargers. There was there was just not a great defense all season. But of course, the Super Bowl, Flores put them on the map. Um, the coaching tree of obviously of the Patriots has not been kind. I mean, Romeo Cornell, Matt Patricia hasn't started off good. Josh McDaniels, Eric Mangini, it just hasn't been pretty. Um, but breaking down their schedule and, and Bailiff, who do the, who are the first four games against? Uh, the first four games are the Baltimore Ravens at home, then the New England Patriots at home, then they're at the Dallas Cowboys. And then they're back at home with with the Chargers. Yeah, folks. And to be honest with you, let, let's talk about that right out the gate. You start the season, you already know that your team has not improved a whole lot on the offseason, and then you start the first four games of your season against all playoff teams. 
Baltimore, yeah, they have some questions, but that team is, is, is a lot better, especially on paper, than the Miami Dolphins. You Week two, you're facing the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, the New England Patriots. You're on the road against the Cowboys, who were the playoff team last year, and the, the Los Angeles Chargers, who may be one of the best teams on paper heading into the 2019 NFL season. That's not a, a good that, start. No, it, it's not. It's an 0-4 start at the season. I'm not going to lie to you. Breaking down their schedule, I have them right now at 3-13. and and to be honest with you, I have the wins against Washington, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. I've been splitting with Buffalo, but to be honest with you, I see them easily beating Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati probably is the worst team in the NFL this year. Um, Maybe you could throw the Giants in there. Nah, you probably could. I think they're one of the one of the worst teams as well. But to be honest with you, folks, I don't know. This team could really theoretically go two and fourteen, one and fifteen. Heck, even 0-16, to be honest with you, they're not very good on paper. I don't think, and to be honest with you, I think this team's also trying to tank. Obviously, you know, you don't want to insult the players because you don't want to sit there and say these guys are out there not trying to win. But the team's not very good. On paper, they're not very good. Like I said, I've got them finishing 3-13. and if they, ha- if they reach a high ceiling in year one, maybe five and six wins. But, folks, I can see a low of, like I said, zero to one wins. i got them finishing four. Fourth place, finishing 3-13. and 13. Folks, that was the Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording and hosting. And distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And ridiculously easy to use. And now... Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. And that means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if all if you've always wanted to start a podcast making money to do it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Miami Dolphins. Coming in third place in the AFC East on the Valero Verdict prediction show is the Buffalo Bills. Folks, this is one of the this is between them and the Jets, they were two of the hardest teams that I had sitting down, going through, looking at all their offseason moves. Trying to figure out how many wins they're going to lose, or how many wins they're going to have, how many losses they're going to have. It was strange. They were six and ten last year. They were two and seven to start the season, and they went four and three down the stretch. Folks, Josh Allen ran racket all over the football field and was very impressive the second half of the season. I mean, he led the lead, led the team in rushing yards quite often down the stretch. I was very impressed, and he did a lot of this without any weapons. And folks, I'm not sure I'm enthused with the weapons they added this offseason. I'll dive into that here in a little bit. But folks, let's go ahead. Bailiff, give us the over and under right now in Vegas for the win total for the Buffalo Bills heading into 2019. Buffalo Bills over and under wins a six and a half. Six and a half, folks. And that's obviously it's a half percent, half of a point uh, better than the finish what they finished last year. Folks, they made some pretty good improvements. Their defense is very, very solid. I think they have one of the better defenses in the NFL, and they added it very talented at Oliver this offseason, which I thought was a fantastic. He just dropped to them right in the draft. He was a top two or three talent, and he kind of fell on their lap, which was like a Christmas present very early. Folks, their offseason additions were kind of weird. Tyler Croft, I think he already got hurt. You had Frank Gore added to already uh, LaShawn McCoy back backfield. You're adding old old man Frank Gore, who's who's consistent and et cetera. But then you have John Brown, who is going to be, I think, is going to be fantastic for Josh Allen because Josh Allen has a gun on him, and I love watching this guy throw the football. If he gets some time in the pocket, he's got a big arm. It's going to be fantastic together. Cole Beasley, the signing from the Cowboys, not really enthused on that one. I don't think that that's going to just really just you know backbreak the team. And you know Zay Jones showed some flash last year what he could and couldn't be. I don't think there's a solid number one on this team. 
but they you know they ranked them they they ranked on the better part of the top of, uh, uh, with takeaways, but near the bottom in sacks. I think Ed Oliver will help that in 20, uh, 2019 a lot. I think the sacks will pick up heading into the season. Um, and the schedule for the Buffalo Bills, man, the big test is going to be coming later on in the season. I think week 13 through 17. But they start the season, Bailiff. They start the season so-so. Uh, they start the season. Who's their first three games against? Well, I mean, they, they, they're away at the Jets, the first game, I mean. And then they're away again at the Giants. They're at home with the Bengals. Right. So, that I mean, right off the back, I mean, the Jets the Jets are a toss-up right now. Like I said, they're one of the harder teams that I had to to dissect this offseason. But at, they're traveling to the Jets, and then they travel to the Giants. So again, Giants could be one of the worst teams. And then, of course, the, they got the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Giants are going to be a flop. And, and then the Cincinnati Bengals um, are one of the worst teams in the NFL coming into this year as well. Folks, right now, as I have it, I think the, I've got the Bills locked in at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think they're going to have to win a few of these hard games. Week 13 through 17, it's a hard stretch for this team, folks. They they, um, they, they travel at Dallas. They uh, are at home for uh, Baltimore, at Pittsburgh, at New England, and then home for the Jets. That is going to be the pivotal key down the stretch. If they can start the, if they can start the season hot and maybe finish with 9 or 10 wins, I really could see them and the Jets flip-flopping into my division total and not really be mad about it because I really feel like I have the Jets at a little bit higher win total, um, but the Bills at 8-8. Eight and eight. I see a, a peak ceiling. If everything goes their way, I can see the Buffalo Bills easily at 9 or 10 wins and trying to be in the playoff hunt. But at the same time, like I said, I have them locked in at 8-8. Eight and eight. If Josh Allen takes, you know, regresses just a little bit, while they have easy, one of the easiest schedules, if his inaccuracy and his turnover prone, this could be a four or five win team, and this could be a flop of a season. But folks, coming in at third place in the AFC East is the Buffalo Bills at 8-8. Eight and eight. Coming in second place in the AFC East Valero Verdict Prediction Show is the New York Jets. Folks, this team, like I said when I was talking about the Buffalo Bills, was probably the hardest team to talk about. It really was. They've made so many great offseason decisions, and then they fired the GM. Adam Gase basically came out, well, it didn't come out publicly, but said that he did not want to uh, did not want to give the big money to Le'Veon Bell. So now you have one of the best players in football who's in the locker room thinking maybe he's not wanted after a year of taking it off. Is and on top of that, is Le'Veon Bell motivated? Did he just chase he did, did he just want the check? So many questions surround this team. But I'm going to go with my gut. And, Beth, what is the over-under right now in Vegas for the New York Jets? The New York Jets over and under is seven wins. Seven wins, folks. That, that's three more than last year. So, obviously, to hit, you got to hit the eight. So, I'm intrigued by that because I think that it could be very easily topped if they click on all cylinders. But at the same time, I feel like it's an, it, it can also be a shoe-in if this, you know, if the New York Jets show as as it's the, the, the Broadway show that they've got going on right now, you know, is just turns into a mess. The Adam Gase hiring was one of the strangest things that I've I've ever really seen in the NFL to go from one division to the division rival. He very he very well underwhelmed in Miami. He was twenty three and twenty five as head coach. He had a very average season. His teams were never flashy on the offense side of the ball. His offense ranked in the bottom half in yards. And two of the three seasons, they ranked in the bottom half in points. He really is the big wild card for this team. Because honestly, I really like Sam Darnold. I think that he's a very good quarterback. I think he's one of the premier young quarterbacks in the NFL coming into the future. I love I love the signing of Le'Veon Bell, who I think is still going to be one of the best running backs in football. Jamison Crowder was a great offseason addition as well at the wide receiver position. The add to Robbie Anderson, who I love as well. I think that this team has a good foundation. 
They have a very good foundation. I think the Le'Veon Bell signing will take some pressure off of Darnold, which he's going to need that a lot. A lot. He's going to need some safety. You know, whenever he's getting rushed, he can dump the ball off the bell and stuff like that. I love that. Adding Quinn Williams, who some said were actually was probably the best uh, player in the NFL draft, and adding uh, Polite in the draft as well to go along with the offseason signing of C.J. Mosley and the, to mix in with Leonard Williams, who's one of the best players, one out of the de- that best defensive players, Truman Johnson and Jamal Williams. This defense on paper is really good. I like this. The, I like the hiring of Greg Williams. I think he's going to have a good season with this group. Again, the wild card for me is Adam Gase. Bailiff, hit me with the first six games of the NFL season for the New York Jets. They're at home against the Buffalo Bills. They're at home against the Cleveland Browns. They're away with the New England Patriots. And then they're away again at the, at the Philadelphia Eagles. Then they're at, the, they're at home with the Dallas Cowboys. And they're at home for the New England Patriots. Yeah, folks, that is not... To, if Nothing th- easy about that. There's nothing easy about it at all. They have the bye smushed in in week four, wrapped up in between all that. But, folks, again, the Buffalo Bills, toss-up, turn-up. This is the first game of the season. The boys are going to come out to play. What team are we going to see out here? So you, have, you start off the season, boom, right up against the Buffalo Bills, the division rival. The next week, you have one of the most improved teams in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. The following week, you're facing the defending Super Bowl champions on the road in New England. Thankfully, you have the buy in between there. And then you have the Philadelphia Eagles, who are, I think, on paper, one of the best teams in the NFC this year. You're going on the road to face them as well. So, And then on top of that, if that doesn't make it any worse, you're at home for Dallas, a playoff team, and then you're at home again for the defending Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Now, folks, if I think if this team can manage just to squeak out of this Three and three, which I think is very possible. I think a win at home against Buffalo, a win at home against Cleveland, and I think a win at home against Dallas. That smacks them down three and three. I think there could be a toss up in there somewhere where they might split with the New England Patriots, depending on how they do it. But folks, down the stretch, this is where I have this team lighting a fire on the NFL. I have them seven and three down the stretch. Um, I think they're going to be fantastic. And folks, I'm serious. Seven of the last ten, they win. They win. And in the middle of the schedule, I, I think it softens up. I mean, they face at Jacksonville, at Miami, the Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. There's two or three hard games in that whole entire uh, run right there. If everything clicks on all cylinders, an open I really feel like this team is going to be – I have them finishing 10-6 and six this offseason. I can see them. Ooh. If they click on all cylinders, I have the Jets that could be 11-5. and five, Easily winning this division. Yes, folks, beating out the New England Patriots and winning the division. But, but, if Adam Gase does not get this team together, this team could be one of the worst teams in the division. I think they could be one of the biggest flops this season. If Sam Darnold doesn't improve upon his rookie season, if Le'Veon Bell just shows up for the check, and if Gase just be if Gase just is just going to be Gase, this team might win five win five games this year. And to be honest with you, that's why I am nowhere near betting on this over-under in, uh, for Vegas of seven wins for the Jets. But, folks, I have them finishing 10-6 and six and finishing in third place in the wild-card hunt in the AFC East. Coming in first place in the AFC East, Valero Verdict prediction show are actually my New England Patriots. And, and to be honest with you, folks, last year I think they really did overachieve. I, I don't – that team did not look like a Super Bowl team – throughout the entire season, and then just came playoff time, and they just, Tom Brady was just Tom Brady. And that defense in the in the Super Bowl looked fantastic. I think on paper, this team is actually improved a little bit on offense. Rob Gronkowski retiring, that one hurt the soul a little bit. Um, but the question that surrounds, 
Will this be the year that the Patriots implode? Will this be the team that maybe the New York Jets or Buffalo Bills make the move to, to, to try to unseat the you know, reigning defending two Super Bowl champion New England Patriots? I don't know. Their offseason wasn't flashy. Their offseasons are never really flashy. I did love the pickup of Michael Bennett. I thought that was a fantastic trade for them. I think that the, the drafting of uh, Nikhil Harry was fantastic. He's probably one of the best receivers of the class. Brady's going to be able to throw that up to this guy, and he's just going to be able to catch some balls. He's one of the better 50-50 receivers in the class. But first, folks, before we dive even further into that, Bailiff, what is the over-under right now for Vegas for win total for the New England Patriots heading into the season? The New England Patriots over-under right now is 11 wins. That's high, folks. That's really high. Folks, I, I – ooh, man. Again, this was hard for me because I, I'm not sure – with a minus 150 on there. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of money coming in. And I, to be honest with you, I, I, maybe the money's coming in on the under, but obviously with the Patriots on paper having one of the easiest schedules in the NFL, I think they actually have like one or the first or second easiest schedule in the NFL this year, and that's fine. But like I said, I like the moves they made this offseason. Jojo on Williams, the second round pick, he could be a massive upgrade for their secondary. I think that's it, it's going to be huge. They're. So what's not to love about this team? Offseason was great. Brady's coming back. Sonny Michelle got a full season of him. Edelman, you know, Harry. What's not to love? Yeah, we don't have Gronk, and I think that's going to be a huge, you know, huge problem. But I do think they're going to take some pressure off Brady again, rely heavy on Sonny Michelle. Defensive-wise, they really didn't lose anything. They lost Trey Flowers. I don't think that was a, a massive thing. Minus they injuries, they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, and, and Michael Bennett replacing it's going to be fine. I will say right out the gate, they have nine very winnable games. I do think that week 11 through, uh, week 11 through I think it's 14, they're really going to – that's going to be, for me, the key, whether or not this team wins the division, gets the first round by, gets home field throughout the playoffs – Week 11 through 14 is. Bailiff, hit me with what week 11 through 14 week is. Week 11, we're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles. They go to the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. I mean, there's no... Then Next you, week. Then you, then you have them being at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And then you have them going away and being against the Texans. And then you have them being at home against Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, folks, they're coming out the bye, which I think their bye is well-placed again this year. Week 10, smack dab right in the middle of the, towards the, the latter half of the season. So they come out the gate against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. I think that's going to be locking horns with two of the best teams in the, in, the, in the NFL right now. I think then the next week they have the playoff, win, uh, the playoff Dallas Cowboys. Playoff Houston Texans, and then the following week we got the you know the Kansas City Chiefs, which is a rematch, but they're at home again. So, folks, I, to be honest with you, if they sweep that, this team's going to go four, th- thirteen and three, fourteen and two. They're going to win home field throughout the division. I I don't see that happening. I t- I see them taking a slight te- step back this year. I do have them again winning the division. I think they meet the over under right at eleven. I, but I tell you what. If this team struggles, if we have some struggles, if this is the year the New England Patriots take the step back, they could be a 7-8-9 win team. They could let the Jets or the Bills could overtake them and win the division. But honestly, it's so hard to doubt Bill Belichick at number 12, folks. But like I said in the Valero verdict, first place finish for the AFC East. New England Patriots come in at 11-5. That was the Valero verdict AFC East prediction show. Going over that one more time, we had the fourth place Miami Dolphins, the third place Buffalo Bills the second-place New York Jets, and the first-place New England Patriots. Folks, go over on Twitter and give the bailiff and I a follow at 
TVV Bailiff underscore. And then for myself, at Ricky Valera underscore, make sure to subscribe to the show. Folks, this is going to drop into your box each and every week. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to podcasts as we are available. Make sure to head over to thesportscript.com for all the latest articles. And folks, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, the courtroom's adjourned.